Good afternoon, everybody. This is Pastor Will. Welcome to another segment of Lunch and Learn with Pastor Will. Today, we're talking about um, divorce or deliverance. Divorce or deliverance. Uh, if you have any comments or questions, please feel free. I would love for you all. We're going to be talking from a couple of our books that you can get from our bookstore. Um, um, First Love, True Love, Best Love, and Marriage, Sex in the Bedroom. We're going to be talking from those two books and probably also from this book, Soulmate, Soul Ties, and Soul Survivors. All of them are on our website, victoriouspraise.org. Just go to the store. So let's jump in. Now, um, I, I, I got three things that I want to share with you if we have enough time. Uh, divorce or deliverance, victim or victor, hurt or healed. Divorce or deliverance, victim or victor, hurt or healed. And so a lot of people often come to me and ask me about divorce. And uh, somebody recently asked me, they said, Pastor, what are the biblical grounds for divorce? What are the biblical grounds for divorce? And, and you know what I told him? I said, there aren't none. <laughs> you don't need grounds to divorce. If you don't like the ninja, just leave them. <laughs> that sounds crazy coming from the pastor, don't it? If you don't want to be with old girl, just leave her. Uh, uh, there's no biblical ground. Well, what about a fornication and adultery? You can leave them if you want. You can stay with them if you want. Uh, but you don't have to have, uh, uh, you know, uh, you know, you, you got to catch them in the act. No, if you want to be with a person, just leave them. I told the church the other day, I said, um, I believe in the sanctity of marriage. I believe it to my core. I wrote five books on it, not because I was trying to do a bestseller, but because I believe in it wholeheartedly. My mom and my dad, my, my dearly departed dad was married. Uh, I think they were coming up on their 60th year when the Lord took him home, if I'm getting that correct. Never seen my mom or dad fight or argue. And I lived that same motto with my wife. 33 years, I raised two children. They never seen Will and Grace fighting or arguing. Never heard me call my wife out of her name. Uh, uh, I'm not saying I don't get upset. Who doesn't get upset? The Bible says be angry, but sin not. Uh, they've never seen any domestic violence. Ain't no extra kids across town that look kind of like them. <laughs> Y'all ain't gonna work with a brother. Y'all holler back at me. Anybody out there, am I just talking to myself? Somebody say something to me. Uh, I believe in marriage. I believe in the sanctity of marriage. And it's not that I'm perfect because I'm not. It's not that I did everything correctly because I but I have a core value and a core principle based upon how I was raised as a Christian, based upon how I was raised, uh, based upon what I learned from my parents. And I tried to do everything that I could to do that same thing. And I still do it to this day when it comes to marriage, when it comes to parenting, when it comes to pastoring, uh, I believe in it. And so I believe in the sanctity of marriage. Um, and yet there's something that supersedes the sanctity of marriage. And you know what that is? Free will free choice. The Jesus said he's uh, 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 married to the church. He's married to us. But you know what? He don't make us stay married to him. 
And if God don't make you stay saved, how he going to make you stay? If he ain't going to make you stay married to him, how would he make you stay married to a ninja? Okay, stop. <laughs> Y'all don't like me, but I'm going to go in. Somebody please holler back at me. Y'all out there, I feel like I'm talking to myself. No. If you don't want to be with somebody, you just leave. Somebody, uh, the, the, the um, uh, Pharisees tried to tempt Jesus and said, is it lawful for a man to put away his wife for any reason? And that's what I just told you all. You don't want to be with a person, leave him. And Jesus said, you know what God said, whom God has put together, let no man put asunder. And they thought they had Jesus. They said, aha, Moses uh, uh, allowed for divorce. And, and, and Jesus said, you know why Moses allowed for divorce? Because you ninjas was hard-headed. Okay, that's the ghetto version. He said, because of the hardness of your hearts, it was allowed. In other words, I'm not going to make you do this. You either going to do it by free will and free choice or you're not. And if you don't want to do it, bye! <laughs> bye! If you don't want to be married to a person, What's that song? What's that girl say? Bye, boy. Bye, girl. Okay, I don't know where I got that from. Is that a Christian song? So Jesus said, for the hardness of your heart, divorce was allowed. But it was never God's plan from the beginning. Now, there's a difference between God's plan and your actions. I can plan the best life for you, but if you don't choose it, that's your choice. Any parents got some wayward children? Now you didn't raise your child. Somebody, uh, somebody's child was was leading the life of homosexuality, and they came to me. They was all broken, and they said, "I raised my child to be a homosexual." I didn't say this to them, but I said it to myself. I don't think nobody raised their children <laughs> to be homosexual. <laughs> that was their choice. Uh, you know, no, stop messing with them girls. You mess with boys. I want you to be, okay, stop, Pastor Will. Uh, um, no, it's called free will. We live in this thing called free will. Somebody say it's not that simple, Pastor. Well, just stay with me. I don't know what you're referring to, but uh, uh, but I digress. Um, free will. You make choices. You choose. The Bible says, choose you this day whom you will serve. I set before you life and death. Choose life. But some people choose death. If you don't want to be married, choose it. If you do want to be married, choose it. You choose. It's a choice. The only thing that the Bible tells us is it talks about remarriage, but the Bible never forbid people to leave each other or divorce. If he don't forbid you to leave him, how are you going to forbid you to leave another person? But now, which brings me to my teaching today. In Revelations 2 and 4, the Bible says, nevertheless, I have somewhat against thee because thou hast left thy first love. God says, I got a problem with my church, with my bride. I got a problem with the person that I'm married to. He said, you've left your first love. Now, here's what he says. He says, remember 
therefore from whence thou art fallen, repent and do thy first works, or else I will come unto thee quickly and will remove. Let me be real clear. Divorce happens when people fail to remember and to repent. See, when we fail in love, mm, there are some things that we did. And we, we committed to each other and we loved each other. And we said, till death do us part for sickness and in health to uh, for better or for worse, all that kind of stuff. But we forget. And God says, remember, remember how you used to hold her hand. Remember how you used to do stuff for her, how you committed to her. You did the five love languages, whether you even knew what they were or not. You you held her. That was physical touch. You bought stuff from her. That was gift giving. You said something to her. That was uh, uh, words of affirmation. You, uh, you, you, you did stuff for her. That was sacrifice. Uh, oh, I'm, I'm in it. I'm in it right there. Uh, and, and we did these things. And then all of a sudden, years later, kids, bills, drama, issues issues. You stopped. So God says, remember. And then he says, repent. Now, if you don't remember what it used to be like, and you don't repent and go back to doing what you used to do, it's going to be, what's the last thing he said? Removed. And so people don't remember, they don't repent. And all of a sudden the marriage is removed. I'm preaching right there. And so the question is, so somebody said, well, pastor, how do I get over it when I've been hurt? Did God want us to divorce? No. God doesn't divorce you. He said, I'm married to the backslider. In other words, you left me, but I will never leave you. I'm married to the backslider. My door is always open. Come unto me, all you that labor and heavy laden. Now, God says, although you, you left me, for another man, I'm preaching right there. You can always come back because I'm married to the backslider. Remember and repent or else it's going to be removed. And that same thing happens in marriages. The same exact thing happens in marriages. We fail to remember, we fail to repent. And before we know it, we're separated and divorced. Now, so, I the, the first topic is divorce or deliverance. You're either going to choose divorce or you're going to get delivered. To those of you that have been hurt, and I'm, I'm one of those, to those of you that feel betrayed and you've been hurt by this or by that, I'm doing a whole segment on how Pastor Will healed over this past year and a half. Four points that I'm going to be bringing out in my growth groups uh, uh, starting tomorrow evening. And I'm going to deal with these types of issues that break our hearts and crush our hearts. And, and we feel hurt by the one that loved us and betrayed. And, and, and some of those decisions, my, my, uh, uh, my husband has left multiple times. He's on dating sites. How do I get past it? How do I get past the hurt, the pain, the betrayal? And that's a good question. How do you get past it? Because if divorce was not God's plan, he must have had a better plan. He must have had a better plan. And the plan was uh -huh, deliverance. See, number one, we've got to stop giving people the responsibility of making us happy. When you allow others to control your happiness, then you're in captivity. 
If they do good, you feel good. If they do bad, you feel bad. And so you are in captivity. And the reason why many times we can't forgive is because we are held in captivity. Jesus said, I came uh, uh, for the poor, the brokenhearted, the captive, the blind and the bruised. So you're either going to divorce or you're going to get delivered. You've got to get delivered. Let me be real clear. We are in each other's lives to support each other. God said to Adam, I will give you a help mate. You can't do this by yourself. Me and my wife ministered on this, that marriage is a ministry to minister to each other, minister for each other and minister with each other. It is a ministry. It is there to support each other. The help mate, God used that term. Adam, you need a help mate. And he made him woe man, somebody to help him in his assignment. Now, yes, do we get joy from that? Of course. Do we get enjoyment from that? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We do, 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 do that. Are you happy when you find that love? Yes, you are. Are you happy when you do the marriage, when you have intimacy, when you have sex? Do those things make you feel good? Yes, they do. But the same person that can make you feel happy can also make you feel unhappy. And if you live your life based upon happy versus unhappy, then you're going to choose to be in bondage. Now, I'm not telling you to divorce yourself from people. That's what most people do. They get sick and tired of folks. And so they leave. They separate. I can't take you anymore. Whereas I preach, deliver yourself. Another person's not responsible for your happiness. Oh, thank you, Holy Ghost. Another person is not responsible for making you feel good. Another person is not responsible responsible for your life here on earth. God is. He's the one that said, I shall supply all your needs. Yes, I'm going to give you some help and sometimes they're going to make you feel good and this and that. But, which brings me to my second point, you got to stop being a victim of another person's failure. You got to stop being a victim of another person's weakness. When your spouse cheats on you, that means that they are weak. They fail to the temple. Why are you being a victim of another person's failure? They failed to do their job and you're going to be their victim? So you got to decide, are you going to divorce or are you going to get delivered? Uh, 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 see, y'all think divorce is deliverance. No, divorce is leaving. It is quitting. God never wanted us to divorce, so he had another plan. And the plan was deliverance. Uh, uh, the plan was stop being a victim of another person's failure. When another person don't do what they're supposed to do, they fail. They failed you. They failed God. They failed scriptures. I tell people all the time, how y'all get past? Well, I just don't like my husband anymore. I don't, I don't like my wife anymore. Well, I'm not in love with them anymore. But what about the thing about till death do us part? Well, they don't do it for me. They ain't get that cold, funky cold Medina anymore. They, they don't make me happy anymore. But what about the for richer or for poor, for better or for worse, for sickness or, or in health? What happens? You know, I tell people all the time, you know, when, when they leave their spouses and, and they say, well, he ain't this or she ain't that. He ain't this no more. She ain't that no more. And, and I always say, well, what if they was in an accident and they were paralyzed from the neck down? Would you leave them because they, they're unable to physically perform? So if you would or would not leave them, then it would explain it because why would you leave them if they're emotionally unable to perform? Ninja, you better preach right there.
If I wouldn't leave you because you are sick for sickness and in health, because you can't perform, you're paralyzed. Why would I leave you? Because you are sick emotionally and emotionally unable to perform. Oh, y'all, y'all don't like a brother in this place. And see, we become victims. How do you and how do you stop being another person's victim? A victim of their failures and of uh, uh, what, what, what did I say? Stop being a victim of another person's failure uh, uh, and stop being a victim of another person's weakness. They are failing to meet your needs. That's why you got a God that says, I will supply all your needs. They are failing uh-huh, uh, uh, to, uh, uh, to their weaknesses. That's why they're stepping out or they're doing this or they're on dating sites or they've cheated. Why are you their victim? That's their problem. That's not your problem. Don't make another person's problem yours. But pastor, I'm married to you. I understand. And God is married to you too. But God ain't your victim <laughs> because you messed up, because you creeped out on him, because you stepped out on him. And yes, we have. The Bible says, if you say you without sin, you are a liar. So we mess up all the time. But God ain't become our victim because we screw up, we mess up. So that was the real answer. I know the answer that we choose is divorce. We choose to leave. We choose to give up. We choose to quit. I'm sick and tired of this ninja. I'm sick and tired of him not doing it for me no more. A sister got needs. A brother got needs. Okay. So then you choose divorce. But God's answer was deliverance. Deliverance. I tell people, I tell my singers all the time, stop. Stop thinking that you're going to find somebody that's going to make you whole. You got to be whole before you find them because they will never measure up to that. That's too much pressure on a brother. That's too much pressure on a sister to make you happy, to make you whole. That's your God's responsibility. My God shall supply all your need according to his riches and glory. Mm, mm.